Welcome to the Destiny Awakening Interviews, a podcast with Andrew Wayfinder and his guests, bringing you powerful insights, inspiration, and ways to break free, live life your way, and make a difference in our changing and challenging world. So hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Destiny Awakening Interviews. I'm Andrew Wayfinder Renievich, and I'm joined today by Marcy Rader, health and productivity expert, three-time best-selling author, and an award-winning global keynote speaker. So a very warm welcome to you, Marcy. And where are you hanging out tonight? I am in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, and how, how are th- how's the weather there compared to? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's about 80 degrees and sunny, and I couldn't ask for anything different. Oh, well, not, not quite the same here in London, but good for you. <laughs> So let's move on to your work and your experience. Um, as the founder of Raider Co., Marcy helps individuals and teams banish burnout, keep good people on board, and keep your business and company moving forward. Her work is based on her real-life personal experience. In her 20s and 30s, Marcy was a type A, high-intensity, high-achieving go-getter, always pushing for the next promotion, the next ultramarathon, the next client or level in her life. However, at age 39, burnout in the form of multiple autoimmune diseases and early menopause caused Marcy to rethink her work and her life and to focus on helping her clients create healthy, sustainable productivity and growth. Off camera, Marcy is married to Kevin, a professional drummer, and has finally learned how to end her day with a crossword puzzle in her infrared sauna. So thank you, Marcy, for your time today. And the topic is device-free productivity. And Marcy's going to unpack that in answering six questions. Uh So the first question, Marcy, who is your ideal client? And what's the transformation your work helps them achieve? Well, I'm lucky in that, you know, my focus in productivity and health behaviors can work for anyone. But I tend to work mostly in the pharma and biotech industry because that's where I came from and also the accounting industry. And I just kind of fell into that. But um, but those are the people that I tend to work with and their jobs, you know, definitely didn't stop during the pandemic in either of those areas. And I also work with a lot of business owners as well, um, especially people with rapidly growing teams or rapidly growing companies. But in a nutshell, just. Okay. And question number two, what's the biggest challenge they're facing when they come through the door for you? Over communication, email, um, text messaging, instant message. They feel extreme burnout and overwhelm with the massive amounts of communication that they're getting from work, from family. You know, we go home or we walk into the next room if we're working from home. And we're still getting it from news alerts and weather alerts. And we have Alexas and Google Homes. And it just kind of feels like there isn't um, white space anymore or just quiet time to think. And we've gotten to the point where we don't even like that quiet time or, you know, we want to fill it. And I was actually one of those people and always felt like I needed to have um, you know, read, you know, listening to a book or a podcast or doing something always to be learning or just trying to ingest all this information. And so most of the people that come to me, you know, they just want some quiet 
and they don't know how to get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's what's the transformation you help them create when you work with them? Well, for teams, it's figuring out a way to communicate that is respectful, that allows people to have guardrails. And guardrails are not boundaries. Guardrails keep us safe. You know, we want a guardrail when we're driving around a mountain so we don't careen off the edge. And sometimes when people, um, you know, give guardrails for their communication, they feel like it's a barrier for people to get to them. And that's not true. And we need to, from a team perspective, from a company perspective, allow people to disconnect during their off hours or to have, you know, guardrails set up so that we can give them that white space or that time to, you know, revitalize themselves, to let their brains reset and not feel like they have to always be on. Because if you feel like you are always on, you can never truly relax. And if you are a high learner, like um, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Gallup Strengths, um, Strengths Finders test, and I'm number one learner. And a lot of high achievers are, you know, high end learner. And so you feel like you have to ingest all of the information and all of the things. And we get so much information now that when people say things to us, even like, you know, have you watched this new series on Netflix? We almost feel like we're behind, you know, like we have to be able to catch up and we just will never catch up. There's just too much out there. So that that ties into question number three then. So what's the number one insight? you would share with people to help them right now? I think you've already said it, but. Yeah, well, setting up those guardrails, but starting off with turning off as many notifications as they can. You know, all of our apps and programs come with the notifications or the badges on as the default. So people will automatically think that that's the best way, you know, for them to to start with that app or program. But the default is there to make us use it more. It's not there to, you know, to help us. Mm-hmm. And every time we get one of these notifications is this dopamine response and our brain gets used to it and we like it. So starting with the things that you're going to go to anyway, you're going to go to your inbox anyway. You don't need that pop up. You know, you're going to check the weather channel anyway. You know, you don't need a weather alert every five minutes and, you know, news Every news is breaking, right? So you don't need that alert for everything coming through. So think about, you know, what am I going to go to anyway? Microsoft Teams, Slack, whatever it is, and turn those notifications off. You don't need them. Okay, great. So question number four, in your own development, what concept, book, program, talk, experience had the greatest impact for you? For me, it's the Ohio concept, and that is only handle it once. So if if I can tell from a subject line that I will not have time to address that email right then, I do not even open it. And, you know, often people will open it knowing that they're going to have to go back and address it later. And this is a this is an issue like, you know, it takes some willpower and discipline that you can practice and get much better at it. But instead of, you know, going back and making that decision again, if you can tell by the subject line, you cannot do anything with it right then, it does you no good to open it. Just hold off and wait. That's a great tip. So so question number five, what what free resource would you like to share with the audience to help them out? 
I wrote a book called Work Well, Play More, Productive, Clutter-Free, Healthy Living, One Step at a Time. And I wrote it as a behavior change book in each of those three areas over the course of a year. So every month there's a different tip or hack or, you know, concept in areas of productivity, clutter, and health. In each of those areas, there's levels of novice, pro, and master, because we're all coming, you know, at different um, levels, right? So I am offering the introduction and the novice habits for month one as a free download. And if you like it, you can buy the book. Okay, great. So that'll be in the show notes. It's Raider Goodies, R-A-D-E-R-G-O-O-D-I-E-S dot com slash gift. Yes. And there's no www. It's just RaiderGoodies.com forward slash gift. Great. And at the last question, question number six, Marcy, what should I have asked you that I didn't? How do people at RaiderCo handle their email? And we actually have a, a, a manifesto on our website. If you go to helloraderco.com forward slash email hyphen manifesto, it's also in our signature line. It clearly explains to customers and clients and prospects how they can expect us to respond to their email. And um, I've, I've been told that it's given other companies you know, some options and ways to rethink their email as well. Yeah, because I remember a couple of years, uh, some time ago, reading an article about, you know, how overwhelming email has become for people. Yes. You know, in, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the hundreds to thousands a day. Yes. Yes. Companies are, I worked with a company last, um, well, last year and this year. And they were able to pull, you know, how many emails people were sending and receiving every day. And, you know, what I would love to see is how many of those are like one word or two word emails where people are just replying back. Thanks. Got it. Okay. You know, like unnecessary emails. And, you know, we really need to rethink our communication. You know, we we were just given email. Nobody was taught how to use it. And then it just became this beast and it's a, it's a necessity. You know, we, we need it. It's important, but it's typically not the thing that we were hired for unless we are in support or customer service. You know, nobody says when they're you know interviewing for job, I'm, I'm the best person at checking email. You know, nobody says that. And, um, and yet it is very important, but it's, it's not where our line of genius lies. Okay, great. Marcy, thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Destiny Awakening interviews. If you have a friend who would benefit, please share. And subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a review. We really appreciate it. And remember, always use your power for good.